Hey everybody, this is Eddie Dasius with a new episode. We have a wonderful guest, special guest today. Her name is Jamie Janowell and she will talk about herself. Before we, we even talk, so we, we would like to uh, Divine Perfect Podcast. Um, they sponsored this episode um, and um, Dasius Facility Management also. Um, you can call them 617-237-0106 or go online at www.sysfm.com. Hey, Jamie, how are you today? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm excited to have you today. And we're definitely going to go into who you are and your passion and talking about your upbringing. And you are our guest. You take us where you want us to go in terms of uh, the journey. And we're definitely going to have a great time. Welcome to the Divine Purpose Podcast, where we transport you along one of the more dynamic journeys of life. Have you ever been curious to know what it takes to become a successful leader? Or about knowing the secrets of life through the Bible? How about engaging in conversation where no topics are off limits? We will take you to new levels with guests who can help you grasp the importance of your calling. Now, here's your host, Eddie Dacius, founder of Dacius Facilities Management. All right, we're back with um, Divine Perfect Podcast. Uh, like we said, we have our special guest, Jamie Jean-Noël. So how are you today? Doing great, doing great. You? I'm great. I'm great. So one question we like to ask our guests is to, what can you tell us about you? Ah, man. Um, well, <laughs> uh, well, my name is Jamie Jean-Noël. Um, right now, I'm currently a life sciences apprenticeship program manager for a biotech company um, in Cambridge. Wow. Um, I'm, yes, I'm new to the industry. I started around March. Um, before that, I spent a long time in like higher education, college access, uh, helping hmm. students. Yeah, like my helping students like myself, you know, navigate high school um, and college, um, helping them access re- access resources that they don't know about or that you know the other helping them just with that whole process um i saw myself in a lot of the students that i served because i'm first gen haitian american didn't know what i was doing so um a lot of what i learned i helped the students with um yeah you you just said a key word here We didn't know what we were doing, like especially the first generation. <laughs> so can you tell us why, what did you feel, how did you get through? So what was the process in terms of coming up and choosing your paths, high school, college? Can you tell us what, what was it like? Um, Honestly, a lot of it was just... I just always tried anything. I would talk to anybody. (laughs) I would go in any room, literally talk to anyone and be like, what are y'all doing here? Well, what is this about? So I made a lot of connections and I learned about a lot of different things. At one point, like when I first started college, um, I did the um, community college pipeline. So I started at community college, transferred there. I I tried out nursing, did all my prereqs. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this just because I'm Haitian. And then I was like, let's try being an x-ray tech. (laughs) And then, yep. 
you, yeah, you, um, went to, you went to the whole Haitian list, you know, nursing, x-ray tech. What else? did you try? Um, I was a CNA. Okay. Oh, <laughs> That's another one. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's, it is not, my parents did not pressure me. They, okay. they were just like, be happy, do what you want to do. Um, they just supported me. So that was good. But I, I just tried different things. Okay. And then that, so my journey was a lot of just trying things because I'm not one of those people where it's like, since I was young, I wanted to be this. Like, no. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. It. I, the thing about me is I, I have a lot of different skills and interests. So it's like a bunch of everything that I like. One second, I want to do this. One second, I want to do that. Um, so it's hard to like put all that together. So, so let, let, let's go with um, your upbringing. So can you take us to that journey? So were you born here or did you born, were you born in Haiti and then come here or was it? Um, so I was born here, fun, like a lot of people don't know this, I was born in Massachusetts, but I'm from Brooklyn. I spent like two seconds in Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was raised in Brooklyn and Canarsie to be exact. Okay. Um, I'm an only child. So it was just me, my mom and my dad. So I'm first gen. So both my parents immigrated from Haiti. Um, they're from Port-au-Prince. They're from Carrefour. Okay. And yeah, <laughs> and then um, I just was raised typical Haitian, you know, l'église, la caille, l'école, and <laughs> um, that means school, home, church. church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, Guy. nothing else, right? <laughs> no, especially because I grew up in the hood, so I yeah. think my mom also. I grew up in the project, so okay. they just kind of kept me pretty sheltered. I was outside sometimes, you know, yeah. my neighbors, but like. Like it, it that was um, growing up. My father worked a lot because you know, of course, you, you're trying to make a way. You're the first one out of you know from Haiti, so he worked really hard. So yeah. he was typically just away working. My mother, I spent a lot of time with her. Um, she instilled a lot of. She wasn't just religious; like she was how people nowadays say spiritual. She like Mutual. she had the true relationship with God, and she okay. taught me that and she taught me like basically what it really means to love it was it was great <laughs> um yeah that that was my my time and um in when I was around 15 I moved to Massachusetts with my mother mm. um I think because she wanted I had family here and I think she wanted a better kind of like environment for myself <laughs> I, I think I would have been fine but a lot of the noise was removed once I moved here and I could really just focus. What, what was the transition like? Um, It wasn't bad because I was always in Massachusetts anyways, visiting family. Okay. So I knew about it, but obviously it's different, you know, going to school. It was, I, you know, there was one point I'll never forget. I'm sitting in my science class and I'm only, I'm the only black person in there. Mm. <laughs> and um, they're just so like intrigued. Oh, you're from Brooklyn. Oh my gosh. Like it, it was just <laughs> all of that. Wow. No, <laughs> yeah. no, that, that's, that's, thank you for sharing because I feel like <clears throat> this is what people like to hear in terms of, and I think people will relate to your experience where me, uh, I went to, to be a locksmith. I'm a locksmith, but in my class, I was the only Haitian. And 
actually uh, black black American, um, black Asian. So that was me. And did you feel like you had um, you ever experienced in, in, imposter syndrome, like feeling like you were? Oh man, all the time. I <laughs> all the time, especially the industry that I was in and that I am in now, even more so now because I'm in the life sciences, it's biotech, it's dominated by um, white people. people, Yes. And I think over the years, having good people around me, like my mentor, um, helping to, she would just throw me out into the water and just let me just develop and grow. it took years of just putting myself out there and just doing things while I was scared anyways and um, developing, I guess, that confidence in myself and having people around me and also telling myself, you know what, you are worthy of these opportunities. You are smart. You're intelligent. Don't think that you're not. Um, up until where I'm at now, um, uh, it's it's not as diverse, but they're working on it. And I tell them all the time, you know, I came here because I, um, it, it, it's a really great opportunity, but other people who did, who haven't worked as hard on themselves, like I have may not yeah. be as comfortable, you know? Um, yeah, it, it, it just takes a lot of inner work and you need people around you helping. Helping. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So let, let's go quickly on your favorite childhood memory. Can you share us, uh, share with us your t- um, favorite childhood memory? You know what? I like people who know me. They um, they're like Jamie. You're always um so lit. <laughs> I like I like to have a good time with people. Like it could be anything, just as long as I'm outside of my house. <laughs> you know. So I remember being in Brooklyn. So Canarsie is pretty close to the for any of my people who are from New York. It's close to the Belt Parkway, and um, whenever my dad was available. We would go to Queens, go to the mall, go to the flea market. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like being in the car, like um, Going out, yeah. road tripping. Yeah, I love that. And um, I just loved uh, memories of my mother because she has um, since passed away. But just like I love to do Thank you. So um, now this is this is a good opportunity. And uh, I think um, hearing what you're saying, because you you said you were mostly in higher education and then now you transition to a new job. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what make you change? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, um, so I just recently got my master's in mm, Congratulations. Thank you. Um, in March. And before I even finished, like, last December, I was like, that's just the kind of person I am. I was like, okay, I need to start looking at things now to see what job do I want to transition into. And I told myself, you know what, I, I'm not liking higher education. I'm not liking college access anymore. Um, I want something different. And um, I just talked to my network, my mentors, and um, one conversation led to another, led to another, and then I ended up here. Um, one specific mentor, she was like, you know what, Jamie, I see science in you because I have my my associate's degree was in science and stuff. Yeah. Um, so she connected me to someone in the science like field. And from there, it kind of just took off. 
So how was your confident level? Because I know sometimes we 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 don't go out our comfort um comfort zone, right? right? And some people don't strive to do that. So how was it for you to quickly say, oh, that's a new new best thing now. This is what I'm doing, and I need to apply all my yeah. skill to to be successful. I think. Uh, you know, you could you, you could fake it till you make it, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, like I said, I've worked on myself a little bit. Um, well, a lot. So by this point, I was I'm not thinking like I can't do this. That's not an option. And um, and my my mindset is I'm going to try it. You know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm going to put my best foot forward yeah. um, regardless. And I and I have confidence in my skills and what I can do and what I bring to the table. So I wasn't like I was a little afraid, but I was like, it's happening anyways. Let's just let's just try it. <laughs> That's just my a lot of people don't like that. They, they don't like change. They don't like trying things. But I love I love it. So <laughs> no, that no, I think that uh, suits you better in terms of accepting new opportunity and then thriving it. So let's let's go to um, your professional development. And and you said in high school, you didn't really have a dream job. But yeah. um, it, it was anything appealing to you in terms of uh, type of career you you saw yourself, but even you didn't really like it, but you kind of inspired to do or was thinking? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I always, so because I couldn't really pinpoint a job that yeah. I like, liked I would I told myself you know what Jamie maybe it's to be an entrepreneur or something mm. um where I could have my own be my own boss I like to do my own thing and okay. I'm pretty efficient so for a, the longest still kind of um I when I was younger going leaving high school I was just trying really hard to build a business and like seek out resources about entrepreneurship you know whether that, should I do e-commerce should I do this um that's what I really really was interested in I still am like I want to in the future I don't want just my job I want several things going for myself um when I think about building for especially like um my future family um several things not just that one job where you wait till you're 67 because i guess retirement age is 67 now <laughs> so retire and enjoy life it, i at 67 i can't even get on a boat you know I, I won't be able to get on that boat that i want to get on you know like you gotta enjoy it now so um that, that's fascinating because a lot of people are talking about like don't waste your time take the opportunity go with the flow because life is short and you gotta enjoy yourself but what what happened to you embracing this now concept in terms of um putting yourself first or focus on yourself when did yeah, you like do that? what led to that yeah 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 um I so um like I mentioned before my mom she passed away in 2019 okay and so the after that, I was that that put so many things into perspective. Um, mainly, like 
who's there for you and who's not there for you and at the end of the day you really have to take care of yourself um and work on yourself because mm. at the end of the day you all you got <laughs> yeah. and i just spent a lot of like time still now just in introspection and just um working with god and just trying to put from myself so that's kind of what started that whole journey yeah wow but um so and we liked to talk about it because i feel like there's a transition in terms of okay accepting who you are embracing your calling so are you are you in that point yet are you still in the process where, where are you can you get, give us a gauge yeah so i feel like right now i'm at a point where and i was so excited when I, i i looked at you know i did my research of the podcast and i saw it was so faith-centered and i was like yeah that's what i was gonna talk about anyways <laughs> <laughs> um just like i'm at a point now where it's a lot of I, you know, I'm telling God, you know what? Do your thing. Do what you need to do within me. Mm. Um, restoration and things like that. Because a lot of times, a lot of us, that especially me up until now, is like, we want to go, go, go. We want to plan. We want to do all these things. Uh-oh. And it's just like, no, sometimes you have to sit back and like kind of just, you can just be. Mm. And that doesn't mean you're not doing nothing. You <laughs> you know, you're growing. Yeah. You're learning. You're you sitting still trying to listen for god you know so that's where i'm at now and i still have my moments where i'm like you know what maybe i should do this and i should build this and i should start this. <laughs> and my friends they like stop it <laughs> wow. um so that's where i'm at and i'm just waiting to just go on god's time um, what yeah. his will is for me like i don't want to do all the planning and stuff and it, it, it gets stressful especially mm. when you're like it's not working out and i was i got to where i was like you know what i'm just let god do what he need to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right you're right and I, i'm glad you said it because this type into exactly what the process should look like so how is it working out for you so far Um, it is like, uh, I'm gonna be honest, it is so scary just sitting, you know, you want to be in control. Yeah. I, I, especially for me, I'm like, I need to have something else going for me. I need to do something else, you know, all the time. And yeah. I have to keep telling myself like, Jamie, it's okay for you to just sit. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So it's, yeah, it's scary. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. You're right. So I see you, you are a project manager. Oh. Uh yeah so that was my minor for, okay. so I studied organizational leadership and my minor was project management. I saw that um you are a yeah. project manager, right? <laughs> I, we are project managers. Uh, so Yes. I can see the trait where you like to do a lot of things and I think I'm the same too. Yeah. And you kind of help me because um I'm I'm co- uh I'm an instructor so I have like three months off. And then I'm trying to get busy. And then I'm, I was telling my wife, just relax because it's not you out of job. You still have a job. Right. You have a break. Now it's time to recover. Like we too say, oh, what's the next thing? So, yep. <laughs> but yeah. I, help me now quickly. So let, let's go with um, what one piece of advice you will give to somebody who's starting their career. Why now? 
Oh man. Um, I would tell them, you know, okay, one piece of advice. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, trust in yourself. Mm. Uh, trust in who you are. Um, who God told you you are because you've got something to bring to the table there's something you have your special anointing whatever it is it never discredit that and um, always remember that even when you come because you'll come across people who are just not the greatest that yeah. doesn't matter um, you are who you are always it's not going to change <laughs> Wow. And I think you've heard direct in that answer because this is exactly what people were saying in terms of advice. Be confident, you know, be confident. And but you said the key word do be what God say you are. How do you do that? Because some people, they don't listen and they can't realize or they can't get to the point where they are embracing the call, calling. So can you kind of share if you have a similar situation where like always your process in terms of, okay, this is what happened. I thought, I think you just mentioned your past mm-hmm. of your mother that kind of give you realizing, okay, you alone and then you need to focus on your faith. But can you go deeper into more? Okay. What's the process really look like? You know what? I'm, I'm still like, in the process okay i i feel like but the number one thing is god's word um if you you feel like he hasn't told you yet you know his word is his word and he has promises in there of who we are yeah um and that's true it ran it just is you know um so that whenever you're like i don't know well he said it here in the bible um we are more than conquerors, you know, things wow. like just things like that. <laughs> um, and in the days where you don't feel like it, you just remind yourself in that way. Um, and that's just with anything. Sometimes you have the low times, but you have to keep just telling yourself eventually that stuff, it it, it does something good inside of you. It don't feel like it, but it, it eventually. <laughs> um, yeah. Would you say you you have a good support system among friends or family? So I I do like I very it's very small, <laughs> but and and that's fine. You know sometimes a lot of people you you feel like especially with social media nowadays you feel like you need to have like this big entourage. <laughs> sometimes I be looking. I'm like, how did how did all of y'all plan this trip to like Mexico? Do you know all of them? <laughs> wow. Um, but sometimes it's just that one that few people you know amount of people that go the hardest for you um and um oh i, I kind of lost my thought you know, what yeah. you're saying is sometimes you just need one just one yep. one person because that's that's enough for you you don't need to i think in the bible i know in french um I don't know if you speak French, but it says celui qui a beaucoup d'amis les a pour son malheur. Like if you have a lot of friends, you you those are like trouble because a lot of people around you, everybody have different opinions, so yep. everybody have a different expectation. But if you have one and then you connect to that person, 
yep that's the easiest like task <laughs> yes no yeah definitely and even like sometimes i'm like huh you know i feel like there should be more people and i'm like nah jimmy like you're good um like a few good solid people is great um and like you said sometimes it's just that one person um and that's all you need um and of yeah. course god <laughs> no definitely god is the ultimate one so if you if you had a chance to describe your friend without saying their name or somebody who's very important for you and then you you're not going to say their name and then you are describing that person what would you say um she'll probably watch this afterwards and laugh but <laughs> um she is confident um she is she's really she she's confident in herself and she's just a great person who i can go to 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 get that good reassurance um like if i need a bible verse she can give me a bible verse if we just need to laugh we can laugh like some like she's we're on the same level and <laughs> we can vibe pretty well um and she is also on we're on the same level of what we want in life we want more for ourselves we don't want just the mediocre we want to strive for um bigger than we've ever imagined so yeah. um we can talk about building we can talk about what we want for our careers and our futures like all day um yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, have you ever changed um did you ever have a chance to tell her that um sometimes sure not or, often or you appreciate her the reason i'm doing this is because i feel like um i was reading an article and i'm trying to um get it back so i can read it more but they said cultivate a relationship there's like seven steps in terms of mm. you have to work on on that you have to be kind you have to sometimes if the person doesn't call us we don't call that person But um, we have to always tell that person how appreciative you are, you are of them, you know? So it's like your chance now to tell her, maybe later, give her a call, say, oh, you know, I appreciate you because I feel like we are losing that sense of connectivity yeah. and we're not recognizing the two best friends among us. Yeah, definitely. And, and I feel like... Um a lot of times we don't we we um reserve expressing these kind of things to like romantic relationships when our friendships and other type of relationships are just as important and they're just as intimate just in a different way you know so um we put a lot of effort into our boyfriends or our girlfriends yeah. or whatever but not like our friends yeah. when you should literally date like with her we i was like I want to go on a date with you for Valentine's Day. We're going to do Galentine's Day. And she was like, wow, I never did this before. <laughs> And we did, you know, um, just, yeah. No, it makes sense. So, like I said, um, the way I feel people need to appreciate each other, it, it will be depend. It will be different for everybody. So me, yeah. I'm trying I'm in the process that I I realize my wife is my best friend. Mm. You know, so I told her everything. 
you know so but it's hard to find a good friend yes and somebody who really positive put positive because there are sometimes you're going through something and you need that voice yeah and you need that person to get you back so let's go in your professional <laughs> career now so have you who has been your most important professional mentor um oh man i have one uh mentor he's amazing um i met him at uh like one of my first jobs out of college we were co-workers and ever since then like we've just remained connected um yes. oh did i just like shout people out i just i'll probably send this to him too but <laughs> um his name is karsten cash he's been great um just he's a mentor but like i can literally talk to him like a friend okay. so, like he just gets it and he believes in me he's like you're so like you're so talented you're intelligent like you've got this um uh, my other mentor uh when i first started in college access colleen coffee she um is the one that's like go for this or she doesn't she doesn't even tell she's like you're gonna go for this so here's the thing here's the job apply like she'll do that um throw me out to in my earlier in my career just throw me in there Mm. and and she knew i wouldn't sing maybe just a little little bit but then like i would find my way yeah um those are like some major major people um and my mother was like great in that she always was like a solid um she was solid like a solid foundation mm, yeah and, and i could go to her for like it, she was like this oracle <laughs> and, on, you know like, yes And even now, um, I still think I'm like, okay, well, what would she have done in this situation? What would she have told me? What would she have, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. So, which of your accomplishment are you the proudest? My masters. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? It was so hard. Oh my gosh. It was so hard. People tell you, oh, it's gonna be hard. You're like, okay, until you're in it. I I I did it. So I was in this organization called AmeriCorps. Um and what? Yeah. <laughs> you know funny, I just had um we had a guest. Her name is Christina. She 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 mm -hmm. was um America fellow is that the way to call it america uh, yes yeah so she she was talking about it yeah go ahead is it christina probably that's probably <laughs> my friend i probably know who you talk about um but yes <laughs> i was a fellow and through the um program I was yeah. able to take classes at Northeastern University because it was within Northeastern University. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm going to take advantage of that. Um, that's like an example of one of the things as like first gen, I'm, I'm black. I, you, It's harder. <laughs> so when I saw this, um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to take advantage of it. But it was hard because for AmeriCorps, you have to work full time. You're doing service work, which is really hard. Um, and I, I decided to do my classes full time because I, I don't want the loans. I'm gonna take full advantage of them, you know, being able to pay for my classes. So, yeah. and I did this in, I started in 2000. 
20. So it was pandemic. It it was hard. <laughs> Uh, just I just look in your profile on LinkedIn. She's friendly. It is Christina. Okay, I know who. Yeah, she's great. She's yeah, great. She's, so we we just had her. She's very 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 pa- uh, passionate. Um, she really give us um a great episode, which you're doing too. And I feel like you guys are connected uh, into in terms of like uh, having like a same background, Haitian, and then doing the same thing, but not the same thing as a but helping people you know that was a main thing for her so you said you didn't have a dream job but what is the most important lesson you have learned over your career um uh, um let's see definitely have conversations don't be too good to speak to anyone or too like don't be too shy to speak to mm. anyone. Um, just just talk to them. If it goes well, it goes well. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Keep talking to people. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> a lot of where most of the opportunities in my life has come from um, a conversation led to another conversation led to another conversation. Yeah. Which I feel like is the best way. Because in that way, people can vouch for you because they know you. Mm. Um, you know, um, with this current job that's how it happened my mentor one of my mentors was like talk to this person and I talked to them and he was like I know her so I know you're good <laughs> yes. um so definitely that um don't be afraid to um knock down doors when I was in college um I I talked to anyone and everyone I advocated for myself even when it felt uncomfortable, I still ask the questions. There are a lot of things that I figured that I was able to take advantage of just because I asked. Um, so, and I'm I'm reading your article or your post. Um, one of your toughest toughest journey I've been on, but so worth it. Your master's in science, but um, what? Why did you decide to go for a minor in project management? So because um, at first it was my major um, mm. because it literally fits who I am as a person, which yeah. I'm pretty sure, like you said, we got the same kind of, <laughs> <laughs> it, it just makes sense. I like to organize things. I like to make things go um, a certain way. Yeah. Then I started getting into it and I was like, uh, I don't want to like have this be my overall thing. Cause like I said, I'm. I'm good at a lot of different things. I like to keep my options open. There's no one thing that, you know, I want to do, do. So I kind of switched it and did the leadership Yeah. and kept it as a minor. It just made sense for who I was like and, and what my skills were. Um, yeah. Okay. But, um, so let's, let's quickly go on, on a different path because I feel like, as a professional we we don't think about it and it's important our confidence level and i think you tap into it a little bit but um what's your mindset when you are entering a new opportunity do you think about failure i know you you might be scared i'm just guessing you might be scared some people like it but if you're scared like so tell us why was it for you 
in terms of entering well, your opportunity and then you kind of succeed i is a there's like a couple of different things that i'll do i'll like reach out to my network mm. and basically just they'll give me reassurance they're like you got it like you know because <laughs> we can be super confident in ourselves yeah. and we still need someone to tell us you know um just just even more so so i do that a lot and um i pray a lot and i just kind of keep telling myself like you know you got this if you know if god is for you who can be against you You know that whole thing yeah and um also i always bring my best like self um like Mm. it it can be i don't know like i always make sure i feel good so i i make sure like i like my hair and i like my outfit (laughs) you know um you look good you feel good um combination of all of those things help me to just kind of like get rid of the jitters and I try really hard to not even utter failure I don't even think of what if no what if it goes absolutely well it will go well it will go well yep yep yeah <laughs> it could be like if you keep a positive mind it will it will make fruit and help you out so let's go quickly on our break with Dasi's Facility Management. We'll be back. What comes before making a smart decision? Choices. A smart choice is the best option, which is who we are. That's why our clients expect more from us and in return, get more in everything we do. We understand the problem. That's why we thrive for excellence. We don't just create a winning culture. We aspire to be a smart choice, a voice for solutions. We believe in integrity, professionalism, and teamwork. Our passion is to bring results from our clients by working harder, smarter, and faster. As a team, we always deliver because we recognize your needs. Choosing smart influences us to be the best version of ourselves. That makes us different than other companies. It makes us confident in achieving our goals. It makes us who we are. And it makes us DFM. The smart choice. Hey, this is Eddie Dacius. We're back with Divine Purpose Podcast. Um, we have a special guest, Jamie Jean Noel. She's here with us. She she did a great job talking about her career, her passion, her bringing. So we have her for more questions. But um, before we go, we would like to ask her one more question before we go to hot topic. So the question is. Did you ever experience where one time you you feel like oh this is it you wanna throw throw in the towel and then you had like a wake up call and something like something came to your mind or somebody speak to you or you read something and that kind of revive your mind and then say okay I have to keep going you ever experienced something like that. I feel like I'm kind of in that now or more so when I was in school um at at, there are points where I'm just like I don't feel like doing this but I think for me 
even though I'm feeling that, there's also a part of me that's like, there's no other option, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) There's no other option. I'm the type of person where I don't ever, for me personally, I, I don't ever want to give up. Mm-hmm. It's not in me to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I may be like, oh man, I don't want to, but then I'm like, D- D- you just have to. <laughs> yep. You know, I I think about um especially like every morning I wake up, I pray and I'm like, I am alive and I have breath in my lungs. There that's for a reason. Mm. So I'm gonna do what I need to do, what I with what I've got what I was given today mm, so do you have like a, a morning ritual things you do every morning it might be prayer it might be uh, things you read to kind of keep you keep your uh, like your mind sharp during the day yeah I so I pray every day pray in the mornings I try to make it I do make it so that the first thing I consume in the morning is just my time with God Mm. and I'll pray or I'll listen to like a, I follow this prayer thing on YouTube and I'll listen to that and it puts everything into perspective. If I have time, I'll read the Bible. Mm. Um, and that just helps put my head in the game. If it's a morning where I also go to the gym, um, or I'll run, I'm listening to music, but there's a point at the towards the end of the run usually i'll just turn my music off and i'll just have just no sound i'm just yeah me and you know um i i just give myself a lot of time to tap into myself and just because you get sucked in and and the day gets crazy and and so just give myself time yeah a lot going on all right so let's go with hot topic Hot topic. This is a fun segment where we talk about important topic, question related to your career, question our audience would like to or probably would like to ask you, or question that's taboo. So now my question is: Have you ever heard the the term generation curse? Yes. Yeah. What can you tell us about it? Well, to my understanding, it's it's things that like your grandparents, your great great grandparents, your ancestors before you. I don't know, like they've done that still has a hold on you negatively now, mm. and, the, and the themes continue throughout your family. Like, for example, yeah. it's alcoholism, like. Oh, my family, they deal with alcoholism. That's a gen that that can be a generational thing. <laughs> so it's like a, a legaling. So things are keep going, recurring event, and then it happened to this person, it will happen to that person. But um, have you ever know anybody experience it, or you personally, or no? I um I feel like. Mm, yeah I I think when I think about like my own family sure and I've heard other people talk about it I think okay. so yeah yeah so the reason I ask this question because and according to what I'm seeing you have the Haiti map in your 
in your chest and that means you pull in some sh- like love for Haiti. Do you think Haiti is experience, experiencing a generation, generational curse? Ah, man, yada. <laughs> <laughs> it's the million dollar question. Um, I don't... <laughs> Pick uh, free. Like I said, I'm just picking your mind. There's no yeah, yeah. no right answer. Just your opinion. Maybe, um, maybe. I I feel like. Um, okay, so, all right. Let me let yeah. me put it this way. What do okay. you see for Haiti now? <laughs> Haiti does its best. No, Haiti is such a strong. We're such a strong people. We're so so um passionate. Yeah. That's how I feel. Um it yeah, we're we're so passionate. We we and I think sometimes um and also I think like there's just some people that just be against you. Um yeah. and, um <laughs> and that goes that goes into play. Yeah. Um Yeah. So, so I'll switch it. I'll switch it to another question, and mo- mostly related to a career. Um, I feel like there's a trend where women get more into tech, biotech. But do you think um, Haitian should look into that? And what would you tell them? Yeah, yeah, definitely. This, like life sciences, biotech is so big and it's still it's growing and it's always going to grow. Um, there's always going to be a need for it. And there's so many different ways you can get into it. Um, and I think if you're trying to get into it, just try it. Just do it. Um, the opportunities are endless and it's so interesting too. Um And I think when you do try to find your people, once you get in, like, um, it's a little tough because, you know, it, it, they're working on diversity. It just ain't that diverse yet, <laughs> but, yeah. um, find your people, but always remember to like the good people. Um, sometimes just to be honest, I've always heard the saying, um, not all skin folk is kin folk. Um, mm. Just, just be have discernment with that too. Okay, yeah. so I've been to um, I have been to a Haitian show comedy lately, and they said that Haitian in Boston are bougie. Are bougie. <laughs> do you do you agree or not? <laughs> Somebody called me bougie because I love Lumby. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, I don't, I don't think I am. But I, so, <laughs> you know what? They, I've heard that they'll say Haitians from um, Boston are bougie. Um, but if I've been told, like, I, from where my family is at, it is. It doesn't even start. It doesn't even begin to be on the level of the folks that come from this country in this yeah. um city in Haiti. Yeah. You know, and I'm the type of person where it's like I, you know, um, it is what it is. I'm my authentic <laughs> self. Okay. And no, I don't speak French, but I, talk, I speak Haitian Creole, and yes. it, you know. So, how is your Creole? 
I think it's pretty it's pretty good. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 so if you say you think it's pretty good, it might be good, but I don't know. So, I, I just yeah, yeah. Do you ever get to a situation where like you you come to a place and you identify Haitian like on the spot? For the most part all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Said that they see the H in the in the forehead. It's there. People say I look Haitian, so I'm like, all right, whatever that is. <laughs> I think my name give away. My name give me away. So, like I said, um, um, I never wanted to not represent, but so I see some people telling you, oh no, I'm not Haitian. Do you ever have that? Like you try to talk to somebody and they pretending they are not Haitian or they don't understand you? No, no, never. Um, it's interesting, the, though, for me, though, I don't come across a lot of Haitians, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, for example, like I was connected to Christina and she just happened to be Haitian as well. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but I've never met somebody who is like, I'm not Haitian. It's just more so like you say, it's the bougie-ness sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, uh. <laughs> so do you, do you watch, um, so let, let, let's go uh, into Haiti because this is the topic now. So have you ever visited Haiti or you've been in Haiti? No, and some people say, "Oh, well, you're not Haitian because you've never been." Well, I think my mother was afraid of flying. She never told me, but I think that's why she never really went back after okay. she emigrated too. So I, I just never been. But um, would you? Do you have the desire to go or no? I do, I do, but as you know, it's just be. It's too hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You are definitely it's way too hot. So let's go into what what are the books you will recommend our audience and why? Oh man, I you know I always tell people they need to read the autobiography of Malcolm X. That's oh, good. Mm, that's good. It's a good one. Um, yeah, that that's a good one. There's another book called. Um, it's a series. It's three. It's okay. called All About Love Series by Bell Hooks. Okay. Um, and it goes into just what love is and mm -hmm. how to really truly understand it for yourself. I think it's so good. So, so good. And movies. Uh, are you into movies? Um, when I have the attention span. <laughs> so, so what's your what's your favorite spare time what do you do in your favorite like um, in your spare time what do you do always let's say you no work um, you relax you know vacation what people will find you doing uh, so many different it's a, again like I'm one of those people it's just, I'm always doing a bunch of different things yeah. <laughs> right now um, you can find me somewhere in the city doing brunch or rooftop or going out on the town like in the evening or something mm -hmm. but um, if I'm home I like to game uh, I like to play like um, I'm not going to say what the game is some people call me really a, a nerd for it <laughs> but I've <laughs> 
Come on, like I'm into video game too, so I don't. I love video games. I think my father didn't know how to have a girl, so he just gave me <laughs> boy stuff. Really? So, yeah, yeah. I had all the stations. I had the PlayStation. I had the Sega. What? I had the Nintendo. I had. <laughs> um, you know, that's a good thing. Some people will really like to hear this, and I feel like that's who you are, and like me. You know what I started to do? I started to collecting Game Boy Advance. Oh, the original nice. Game Boy. Like, I had the PSPs. I, had I still the, have my PSP. Yeah. I have the Switch. And then I, what I did, I created like a... It, um, a wall display with all the nice. games in there. So, yeah. but I'm trying to... I, I have a Switch. I don't really play video game, but... Yeah. Those are the things I like. Same, same. I don't, I don't play often. I just, cause adulting, adult life, but, um, I, I do love video games. I love playing like, um, uh, RPG games, role playing. Are you playing soccer? No. Oh. I don't do the Maddens. I don't do the EA Sports. No, no. no. (laughs) What's niche? What what do you like? Is it sports? not sports like i love action GTA. yeah and i like um like call of duty those kind of games these this game called detroit become human i like kind of like those simulation games like that too uh, so um, w- would we find you in a go- um, game stop buying yes <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, that i think that's fun i think some people will definitely um check you out on on, on your social media knowing that yeah. I like and so the game I play most right now is Sims on my computer and I I, I like mod my game and stuff like that so I, yeah that that's what I play more often right now wow <laughs> I wouldn't guess that and this is very very great great thing I heard and I'm glad I asked a question so is there a question you wish I asked you today oh man I don't know I don't think that, no okay i'm always open <laughs> no no like a question i didn't ask you 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 wish i asked you uh, no no so, I, I, so i'll take it because it's like uh, i did a good job and i really um asked you the question you wanted to hear uh, you you had um interest for us so let's say you had like a they organizing a big event for you and they give you five tickets of people who influence your life who would be your guest okay um it'll be my friend shalom mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's one it'll be my mentor karsten two. uh oh my gosh um <laughs> Oh, I should, I should have picked this. You having like a, a video game, a gamer headset, you know? <laughs> no, actually, no, I'm not that deep into it. This is for work. I oh, asked. Uh, I, thought it was I don't stream or nothing. Oh, but really? okay, <laughs> I don't play online. It's too intense. Too intense. <laughs> so you said two. You have your friend and then you have uh, your mentor. Well, you have three more tickets. To My go. cousin, probably. Um, Francesca. Um, that's three. Mm-hmm. 
I need like two more people. When I tell you my circle's small, it's real small. <laughs> I would say, I don't know nobody. People be like, yes, you do, Jamie. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. My other friend, I guess, ladies. Uh, hmm. Oh, my God. This is so bad. Who else would I invite? <laughs> Just four. Uh, I won't get you in trouble. So everybody else, you... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yes, no, it's open, open, open. To, oh, it's a free event. Everybody can come, right? But everybody. <laughs> oh, definitely. So, um, Jamie, um, I really appreciate this um, conversation because, like, I feel like I'm learning. Uh, who you are and I learned something I didn't know I wouldn't take you for a gamer at all and I think that's great and because <clears throat> I think me I'm into sports I only play like FIFA and basketball so I don't play any action nothing you're not gonna find me Call of Duty oh, I love it I, I try to play sniper I sniper right. elite I've never played that, but yeah, I feel like I would yeah, like it. It's a good, yeah, it's a good, yeah, but that's it for me. But um, other than that, it's mostly about um, sports. But um, last word for you, Jamie. Last word. Oh, man. Um, trust in God, you know, that's everything. You know, if you're confused, if you lost, if you this, if you that, um, just always go back to God, the word. Um, and it, it, Everything will be okay. <laughs> yeah. Just fine. Wow. Thank you. So this is Eddie Dasius with Divine Purpose Podcast. We had Jamie Jean Noel with us today. And we heard about her journey and her passion. Uh, secret things she likes and I think people are gonna really like to hear that um, she into gaming a little bit not extreme but she she have some time for game and she's collecting right do you have the PS5 now I don't but I'm working on it I'm working on it <laughs> team PlayStation no Xbox over here no Xbox <laughs> <laughs> definitely but uh, we had a great time and I think um, this was um, our this is Divine Purpose Podcast with Jamie Jean Noel and this is your boy Eddie Dasius thank you Jamie appreciate the time thank you